Hayes, Alexander, Shabbat for three, bang, oh! will get it for the win. guys welcome to dime dropper episode 36 of our 24 minute recaps before we get started please make sure to subscribe on youtube at dime dropper podcast make sure to subscribe on apple podcast make sure to follow us on spotify and of course follow us on social media all platforms twitter instagram and facebook at dime dropper pod so for tonight i'm sorry but it's gonna be a very short episode i only got to watch the laker game i was actually working on watching a different game for another video I have planned soon instead of the Warriors and the Mavs. I heard it was a great game, a great duel between Luka and Steph. So I'll make sure to get that. I'll watch that game tonight and I'll get it to you tomorrow after the Clipper game before the Super Bowl starts. So I'll, I'll do a Clipper recap tomorrow after we play the Kings and I'll include the Mavericks game and maybe another game if I can squeeze it in. I highly doubt it though. Sorry to my Suns fans. I'm sorry I've been lagging a bit. I saw you guys beat these Pistons last night so that was a good sign. But Hawks, Nets, no KD, no Harden, I believe it was. So I don't know if I'm going to watch that either. We'll see. I'll, I'll be back for the Clipper game tomorrow, but let's get into it already. Lakers and Pistons. Pistons were really shorthanded. They were missing Blake Griffin, Wayne Ellington, and Derrick Rose. And I really liked what the Lakers did early. Got the ball to Anthony Davis low. We talk about this all the time. Low post position. All right, around the left block. Mid post area, 12 feet, 15 feet away from the basket. Face up jumpers. You know, one dribble, spins over the right shoulder. AD was was cooking. He had like 8 points, 10 points right away. All around the basket. Not settling for any jumpers. You know, LeBron was doing okay. Dennis Schroeder was coming off screens, taking people baseline. That dude is so fast. But the, I thought it was a pretty good first quarter from the Pistons because of Jeremy Grant and Mason Plumlee. But mainly because the Lakers were turning the ball over like crazy. And especially the bench when they came in. I think Caruso and THD committed four turnovers within the span of three minutes or so. And that led to the Pistons being up by two after one. But eventually, THT made up for those turnovers with some nice takes of the basket. He's really starting to perfect that, you know, that right-handed scoop layup going to the left side and using the glass. And I thought Kuz was awesome in the first half, just offensive rebounding, put back. You know, he's really increased his defensive IQ. You know, he knows where to be. He knows when to double team. You know, he knows when to when, when to play help defense. He was hitting some threes. I thought he was having a really good first half. And LeBron was getting some easy baskets in transition, pushing the pace, finding his guys. And that's why the Lakers were up by nine points at the half. But the third quarter, I thought they AD completely went away with went away from what he did so well in the first half, and he literally just became a jump shooter again. And a lot of that was because Mason Plumlee, you got to give him credit, he was guarding him for a large majority of the second half, and he was forcing him way far from the basket. And that's the thing about AD, though. Was it, you know, is it play calling? Is it AD being lazy, not wanting to exert energy to fight and get post position? I mean, you got to put pressure on the refs. Where's that? You know, when you score 10 points in the first quarter, where's the relentlessness to try to go get 30, try to go get 40? I know he ended up getting 30, but it was in a double overtime game. Where was that? So, you know, LeBron, he was getting better. He was, but he was having a, he was having a going through the, like, cruising kind of game. He was playing well. I thought Dennis Schroeder was really good, though. Coming off screens, hitting jumpers. 
KCP was very quiet. You know, he got a couple good looks in the third, but I also think that because of that, he was pretty poor defensively. A lot of times he would get lost off the ball or he was overhelping. And I think that KCP is one of those guys that, you know, he gets a lot of his production off ball. So when he's not getting shots, he's not involved in the offense. For example, tonight he only shot six times and he only shot one three. And the Lakers as a whole only shot 19 threes, which is very 2000s, very uh, 2010s. You know, to shoot that little of threes. I like that because it's it's um, it's old school. But, you know, you would like to ideally have KCP shooting some more threes and getting generating some more open looks. A lot of it, especially in the fourth quarter for the Lakers, went really stagnant. You know, AD and LeBron, they were solid in the third. LeBron kind of was playing very well in the third, but then he got to 21 points in the fourth quarter. AD scored six points, but it was really Josh Jackson. I thought that the Pistons actually, you know, they were getting a lot of open threes all game, but because of how shorthanded they were, a lot of these open threes were falling to guys like Sadiq Bey, who was just having a really off night. Sekou Dumbuya, who's shown me nothing offensively at all in his career so far. He was a lottery pick. I think he was like the ninth pick. He clearly has good size, athleticism, length on defense. as a good body for that. But in terms of offense, he has shown me nothing. And th this Pistons team is just not very good. But Josh Jackson started splashing in the third quarter. Splashing. I really don't think that the Lakers' defense was any better in that third quarter. I think the Pistons were just missing. And then all of a sudden, they started hitting. But in the fourth quarter... It was really just the uh, Lakers getting really complacent, but also just very stagnant, not moving the basketball. It was a lot of LeBron dribbling out the shot clock like crazy. A lot of Anthony Davis, you know, getting the ball 20 feet from the basket and taking a couple dribbles and taking a contested jumper. A lot of, a lot of dribbling from Dennis Schroeder and just taking too long to get into your stuff. I know they wanted to let the clock run out or whatever, and because of that, their defense wasn't as good. I saw AD get beat off the dribble a couple times. LeBron, you know, left with the... You know, a guy scoring a layup right next to him, and he's one looking at a teammate like, "Where should I have? What should I have done? Should we have been talking there? Whatever." You know, Lakers have this. You know, they play down to their comp sometimes, and overall, and also LeBron looked like he was pulling a Kawhi for a second in terms of last night's Kawhi, where he was just bricking everything to end the game. It was weird, just, just very. I mean, not like we haven't seen that before on occasion, but. Yeah, we went to the overtime, deadlock then. I thought it was a good defensive possession by LeBron at the end to force the miss from Grant. But in the second overtime, AD hit a three. That gave the Lakers... By the way, I thought Dennis Schroeder did a really good job of of uh, penetrating, creating. You know, hand That was that one play where he handed it off to AD as he was driving. And then there was another one where he kicked it to AD in the corner for a three. And, and then LeBron got hot. LeBron hit those two threes and... That was clutch, man. And LeBron has been, as I said, even though he looked like he almost screwed it up tonight, I thought the Lakers were really lucky with how much they turned the ball over. Really lucky. 22 turnovers, I believe. At least it was for one portion of the game. But LeBron hit the big shots over Mason Plumlee. They were hunting out that switch. And you know what? LeBron's jumper this season, by the way, it was 23 turnovers for either side. But with LeBron's jumper this season, you know, it's it's been rolling. It's been rolling. He made the big shots when he needed to. And I think as of tonight... After last night's performance, 
as much as I hate to say it, I think LeBron is edged right there with Kawhi in that MVP race, right behind Embiid. I would also potentially throw Jokic in there, but I think the Nuggets need to win more games. It's not really a realistic claim right now for Jokic. So I'd say Embiid right now at the top of the MVP race with Kawhi and LeBron right next to him. I would say Kevin Durant as well, but the league seems to have fucked up his case a lot last night. That was a hit to his stat line, a hit to the Nets as they lost, and it was just whack to see what happened. KD called him out on it, and I respect him for doing so, but... LeBron did a good job. He won the game. The Lakers, it was shaky, but they got the job done. LeBron finished. He played a lot of minutes, though, man. A lot of minutes. 13 of 26, 33, 11 assists, 5 boards, 4 steals, 7 turnovers, though. That's too much. Anthony Davis, 30 points. I thought he had a really solid night. Slowed down in the second half, though, except the fourth quarter. He was good, but I still think he could have been better. 13 of 22, just because when you start out that promising, show me a little more. Kuzma, in the overtime, he didn't even look like he wanted to touch the ball. 14 points, 5 of 10, but I don't know what happened. He, he went, you know, he was just over it. He was tired. I don't know. Dennis Schroeder, really solid. Plus 11, 22 points, 7 of 9. He made all his free throws. He was 8 of 8 from the line. But I also thought THT, in the end, even though he turned the ball over three times, 10 points, I thought he was solid. Sometimes not alert on defense, not not uh making the right decisions and uh, having the right positioning. But I thought Caruso also came in, and he wasn't as good as most nights because he turned the ball over too much three times. But 10 points still helped out a bit here and there, and the Lakers ultimately came out with the win. That's all for tonight, guys. We'll be back tomorrow early morning after the Clipper game at 2.30 Pacific time, 5.30 Eastern time, right before the start of the Super Bowl. Shouldn't be that long of a recap. Now we're going to the YouTube subscribers waiting patiently. Super Chats are turned on. Drop a dollar or a dime if possible. Thanks so much. Peace.